Hello and welcome to the Holistic Honey Podcast, an expansive and soulful space for real talk on all things self and soul development, holistic wellness and healing, mindset and modern spirituality. I'm your host, Lauren Cortazzo, a holistic counselor and an empowerment and mindfulness coach. I'm here to help you get to know yourself more deeply, move through mindset and energetic blocks, and bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. This podcast is for the deep thinkers and soul searchers who are ready to break cycles, make positive changes, and embody a happier, confident, and more balanced state of being. Stick around for a no BS approach to self-development, along with impactful, real, and hilarious chats with amazing professionals and friends in the industry. Let's do this. Hello, honeys, and welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Honey podcast. I hope you have been keeping well, staying mindful, staying grounded and navigating what feels like a really wild collective energy at the moment. Um, I've been feeling super ungrounded, but weirdly like quite calm about this next phase that I'm entering. So usually when I feel like I am entering a new phase, I often kind of feel anxious, like I need to work it out or start it now or do it now. Um, But yeah, weirdly enough, I've just had like a really calm energy. I'm not sure if any of you um, can relate. I would love to hear if you do. But on my end, I have bought a house. We are selling a place. So we are currently living up at a holiday house. um, And it's so beautiful to be by the beach. But yeah, we're living out of a suitcase. So super ungrounded, but at the same time, like I'm trying not to make it mean anything. Like this is just a cool transition that we're in and it's fucking sick. And it's awesome because we're going to be starting our new year in a new space, which I am so, so excited about and something I've been manifesting for some time. But I am really excited about today's episode. So we have got two very special guest speakers, two absolute powerhouses, sisters, best friends, and founders of Ahead. And they are such an inspiration to me on a personal level and also on a business level. So we had a really juicy chat around starting a business, trusting your visions, and the kind of blocks that seem to come up when we starting a business, I guess, and the evolution of um, starting a creative, mindful, and for them, very sustainable business. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, guys. I am here with sisters and founders of Ahead, Melbourne's first mindful salon, Tess and Nikki. Hello. Hello. Hello, friend. What a beautiful introduction. Very excited (laughs) to be here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me in your space. So we are actually set up um, beautifully in Nikki and Tess's space because your girl only has one microphone. So thank you. That's also (laughs) part of our contract. We only do podcasts with people that come to us. We're very lazy. Yeah. I very much appreciate it. Um, how are you guys feeling today? Really good. Excited. So fun, fun fact, <laughs> this is only our second podcast as guests. So Kate was our first and I was like, 
disgustingly nervous about it and then you're our second so we're very excited but it's a bit weird being on this end rather than the other, the other end and you're also in my seat and i'm in your seat today i know i don't know how i feel very about uncomfortable this. i'm the captain now guys. i love it <laughs> sail away <laughs> so today's chat i wanted to talk to really empowering inspiring ladies who are business owners mm. who I mean, for me, I am so in awe of the work you guys do and Mm. the business you've created and you guys are the first mindful salon. And I think it's something that we don't come across often. I know I haven't Mm. and being able to, I'm obviously a client of yours and I have been for some time. I don't know how long I've been a client of yours for. Several years. I remember your first visit to us and I can remember meeting you (gasps) because I I remember leaving and thinking like, oh my God, she was amazing. I just, I really liked you. We clicked straight away. But many years, I want to say three years. Do you reckon three years? Oh no, people lost us pre-COVID. So we've gone through COVID together. I would say Okay, we lost a few years in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. COVID like just, I think, removed a few years for everyone. The pandemic, everyone's like pre-covid and post-covid and in between that was like yeah. what's on pause i guess mm. yeah well you said three years and then minusing the two years that we forgot about so i'd say probably about about five. Five. <laughs> five is pretty accurate yeah which is on. totally a testament to the space that you guys have created mm. um and yeah that's why i wanted to have you guys on because i think it is so unique and walking into that place the energy is just so different to any salon i've ever walked into and I'd love for you guys to tell me a little bit about, I guess, where it all started for you guys and what made you decide to create your own space and start your own business. I'll take this one, I reckon. Um, first of all, thank you. That was such beautiful words. I really um, received that and uh, appreciate you giving us that beautiful, mm. beautiful words and it means the world. So thank you, my darling. Um so Nick and I are sisters and we were both working in the industry. So I was in, I am a hairdresser. Nikki was a beautiful, a beautiful, <laughs> she was a beauty therapist. Um, still is actually. Yeah, the title beauty doesn't beauty go therapist. away. <laughs> <laughs> both those things, beautiful yes. and a beauty therapist. Exactly. Um, and we were working in separate um, salons and just kind of in our own fields and it was really Nikki's idea to start the business and to start working together and I guess just no, I think we'd always both talked about it I think we'd, it no, was I always... had no no dreams or aspirations well, outside thanks of... for letting me bully you into it then <laughs> oh but you had the belief I was like nah this is just where I'm I was happy being comfortable and then it genuinely started from we went on a trip um, with a whole heap of our friends it was a big road trip boozy night Nikki was like I really think we should start a salon together and I was like yeah that sounds good and then the next day with the hangover the thought was still the same and then it just continued from there so it's and by about as... lunchtime I'd fully drafted a business <laughs> plan I was like okay this is what we need to do yeah, yeah we um what it trademark the name and that was it <laughs> off we went but I think that's the thing it was we were I should mention we were 21 and 23 when we opened so babies yeah, wow. So and little th- babies. Yeah, so 10 years ago now. And little I think, babies with big dreams. Oh, <laughs> big, big dreams. <laughs> yeah, no idea what was ahead of us. But I think that's the thing. It was just like this, Nikki and I, sisters, best mates, we do everything together. So it seemed natural for us to then start a business together as well. Mm. Don't recommend for every family member. It's a pretty niche sort of thing and it's a lot of challenges. But Yeah, mixing family okay. and business would be an interesting one. But very unique here very. because you guys are so close and you seem to work so beautifully together. Yeah, and I think over the years, our relationship our business relationship has definitely evolved Mm. so we're able to sort of and of course now having a big team 
you know, the fights that we used to have over business things initially in the early days. I mean, we've obviously evolved and changed a lot as people, so we don't, we're not as volatile and as yeah. reactive as what we once were. And the egos yeah. have dropped out a lot. Absolutely. I do remember just touching on that quickly. We had a woman um, that worked in the street come in one day and she was like, do you two have a fight? And we were like, have you heard us? <laughs> like, we were just so like, oh my God, she's heard. That's definitely. She heard. You guys. Well, she claimed that she didn't, but I reckon she would have. There was a few, um, yeah, in the early days, like being young and, and ego-filled and not really knowing yeah. um, what to do or how to do things and, and having still having the desire to be successful but having no idea how to actually navigate to get there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, now we've got a team in place so you can't really squabble as openly in front of your team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still always a few tense words here or there, but we... Passive yeah. aggressive whispers in the back room. Nikki <laughs> <laughs> and I have got our own little office. So if you're, well, if we're both in there. Don't come in for a second. <laughs> Definitely knock. Do you feel like it's been easier having two of you going into it? Because I know for myself, like going out on my own has been so fucking scary. And at times totally. like, I wish I had someone by my side to, you know, we speak guide about, me. Yeah, I um, we speak about this very openly and a lot because I feel like a lot of people, I, I think it is strength in numbers, right? So yeah. I feel like it is it is easier for us to do more daring things or to... Um, I guess push the limits a bit more because if one of us is feeling apprehensive, the other one can have the confidence to push it. Do you know what I mean? Like there Mm. is a certain level of confidence that comes when you have two. There's someone to talk out thoughts and processes and feelings and emotions all the time. One of us is always supporting the other and we're always working together. Mm. I think us being a team, it's great. Although like there is more conflict and you've got to learn how to, navigate your ego and your emotions and not be as reactive however i do also feel there's a lot of um strength because i think of like doing it completely by myself the way that you are oh (laughs) that makes me really nervous like that's a that's a big thing and it can be super (laughs) lonely and isolating so for us i feel like that's part of it and we have this conversation very openly with a lot of other business owners that will say like oh i wish you know i could do the way you know you and nikki do or, or like um, when we've done handled certain situations, mm. there's two of us, yeah. so mm. you can get a lot more confident and strength and yeah, I guess trust and yeah, it's it's you've got a hype person next to you. It's pretty yeah. easy to take on the world. Not I the think, way, I feel like it sounds like we're battling everyone. We're not. It's very us rare. Against the world, best. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> well, it can be sometimes. But um, I I I feel like there's. I said this to my girlfriend the other day. So she's a um, sole operator, like a what, what's it called? What's the word? Sole trader. Sole trader. trader. Thank you, sole trader. Um, <laughs> and she has a beauty salon. And I said to her the other day, "Far out, mate. You're like a single mum. You know, that's mm. that's huge. You you're this single mum, like nursing this baby. And and even though her husband's supportive of her and amazing, he's not in the industry, so he will never fully understand what yeah. what she's going through." Um, and, and I said to her the other day, you know, Tess and I have each other. We've got each other to bounce off. And as much as Tess is saying we've got each other to, to um, hype the other one up, there's also the flip side of it, which is there's two of us that have to sign off on things. There's mm. two of us that have to agree when we rebrand. There's two of us that have to agree when we renovate. There's two of us that have to agree when we're, um, you know, onboarding a new team member. Yeah. And there's, there's some examples of stuff that we've – Dealt with this morning, um, actually. With, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this is all dealt with recently. Morning. Like that mm. two people have to agree on paper. Yes. But I think the strength in the fact that Tess and I have unwavering trust in each other mm-hmm. and unwavering belief in each other and belief in us as a team has been really instrumental in us succeeding and, and 
propelling forward and, and building the the business and the success and the team that we have today for sure. Yeah, for absolutely. sure. I agree. And it's been has it been nine years? Yeah, ne- yeah nine, nine and, and a half. half. Oh, nearly wow. ten. Ten years next year. Wild. You mentioned egos having to drop the ego. Talk to me a little bit about I guess the evolution in the past nine years and what's changed for you guys the most? Like at what point did you notice that you were outgrowing things, leaving things behind and stepping into, I guess, um, a different level of how you guys operate? Oh my God, I'm going to have to take the start of this question (laughs) because I feel like I... I love your brain, I have to say, Lauren. You have like, you are such a thought-provoking person who has like such deep questions. Like I'm just like, this is epic what you were doing is epic this is uh, and i have to say guys on. oh i'm just i'm looking at you like <laughs> wow i think it's important to um to say as well i listen to your podcast religiously so when i see your face pop up in my <laughs> podcast app i am so excited mm. by it um sorry it's not that i'm so irregular with my with me yeah, uploading but the spontaneity of it's beautiful <laughs> Get the but um and the, the theme song the start song just makes me want to like do naughty things Make or something. Some babies. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, it's got some like sexiness to it. it does, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, the ego thing. I think it's it's kind of refreshing. I can talk about this pretty openly. The person that I was ten years ago. Um, naturally, I'm a very very masculine person. Um, a very masculine energy, um, and have never really been someone that's like dropped into feminine or been comfortable in feminine energy. Mm. So who I was in the early days, and I know that the team that we would have had in the early days would probably look back on their experience with us and, um, and have had nothing like what the experience is that we give our team now um, because I was a, an extremely reactive person, um, a very ego-driven person and a really unconscious person. Mm. Um, and in the past few years, the way that I can talk from my experience, the way that I've evolved and deep dived into personal development and also spiritual practices, which if I had have sat here a couple of years ago and thought to say something like everything happens for a reason and, and are truly believing it, I think I always liked the idea of it, mm. but actually really sitting in, I know that I'm either growing or learning, uh, sorry, winning or, or learning right now. Mm. Um, it, and really consciously thinking that everything does happen in good timing and for a reason i truly believe that now but i think the the egos when you're running any sort of business there is that reliance to some extent on masculinity yes leadership making tough decisions um being a person who is able to keep everyone together I guess and creating community that does involve really masculine energy so being able to draw on that and recognize the difference between masculine and feminine energy has been Mm. huge for me to get over the ego side of things and also to just be really conscious of what other people are going through like I truly used to think of team members as almost like robotic why can't you just show up and do the same shit every day I really did think like what's the big deal you've got a good job like and, and not really seeing them as individuals and catering things to different people. So I think our biggest ego, overcoming ego thing has mostly come from deep diving in personal development, working with mentors, you know, like like you, the work that we've done together with Life mm-hmm. Ahead, that's been really eye-opening for us. 
Um, we've got a like spiritual business coach as well who works with us. She's incredible. Um, and just deep diving and learning and, and doing that self-mastery because everything, everything in business always comes back to what we're doing and the way that we're leading and showing up yeah. in ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And I love that you mentioned the feminine and the masculine energies because I, I know for some people who maybe haven't delved into the personal development side of things, it sounds really woo-woo and it's kind of like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? But when you are constantly operating from the masculine and you don't have that balance of the feminine, which you identified at the start, you didn't have, mm. it just always kind of feels like resistance and force and hustle and grind and go, go, go. So yep. it sounds like to kind of drop that ego, you've really started to balance more of the feminine Absolutely. aspects. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And my life is different truly. Mm-hmm. And the things that Tess and I can provide for, not only our community and the people that sit in our chairs every single day, but the things that we're able to provide, the opportunities that we can give our team who are standing behind the chair for 38 hours a week. We have we look at our team and the opportunities we can give them in such a different way, mm. like truly such a different way and, and, and as a gift. Mm. Yeah. And it absolutely shows. And I'd love for you guys to share about the share to the listeners around the life ahead days, because this is so significant and something that when you guys first approached me about that, I was like, holy shit, there's not many workplaces that actually offer this. And it's something that I think every workplace, anyone who works with a team should be offering this. So tell Mm. us a little bit about what the life ahead days are. Yeah. I mean, I think so Nikki and I started our journey with personal development, uh, six or seven years ago, ago. I would say. Um, and really needing to do that work, as Nikki said, we were both in our egos. Nikki was, I think we we're both quite in our masculine energy at different levels. We we're both very reactive, quite, yeah, very different to how, as Nikki said, if people that knew us 10 years ago were talking to these people now, like, I, I wouldn't have thought I would be this person either. Uh, very reactive, very dramatic, very, you know, just, you know, chaotic. Um, so vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like exactly. If you know what I'm saying. Everyone that has a picture. sister right now is nodding. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's like, I get it. So it would be that's not a way to we can't do what we want to do if we're in that sort of place. Nikki and I were constantly, you know, butting heads, and if we were butting heads, it was incredibly reactive. It was storming off, it was not talking to each other for days, it was explosive fights. At one point someone punched a hole in the wall, might have been me. <laughs> wow, okay. So yeah, Can that's see. where we were at. I mean, yeah, and that's yeah. the thing, you can't be damaging your salon. <laughs> And continue to run it and be like, oh, yeah, just ignore that huge hole in the wall. We don't know what happened there. Someone just came in and punched off. We'll speak to the landlords yeah. about it. The second I did that, though, do you remember when that happened, Nikki? And I, like, ran out the door. I was terrified because I didn't think. I just did. And then yeah. I was like, ah, and just ran. Um, and it was a little, when I say punched a hole, I'm not that, you know, it was. It was do we have to plaster it? Yes. Okay. We have to plaster it. was decent. All right. Anyway, we'll move on from the wall. But I think that's the thing. We started realizing, okay, we're gonna, if we're going to make this work and this is going to be our sole income and we've got nothing to fall back on, we've got to get our shit together. So we started doing um, personal development and really molding and changing as we did as human beings. Now, of course, with every personal development and everything that you're working through, as you evolve and grow and change as a person, things drop off you. You lose that ego. You lose that identity. You can lose friends, yeah. um, partners, etc. that were at that point. 
but and, we really and you can't unsee when you start like totally pulling you it start doing of, the work yeah. yeah working on yourself you can't shut the box and be like oh never mind it's so, like a veil's lifted and you're just like is. well okay yeah. now everything from this point onwards is going to yeah. be different Absolutely. whether I like it or not and I think that's the thing and we really enjoy the journey and, and the exploration and the healing and that came from it and then we wanted to offer that also with our crew so we then started taking some of the lessons and then creating our own I guess mold of it and really helping our team our team now has a massive personal development journey of their own mm-hmm. it is something that is really we always make sure that they're open to that when we're interviewing them because it is something that is not for everyone um, but we do try and create the same human like human potential for us and human growth is something that really lights us up so watching our team sort of evolve which is why we do the life ahead days so the work that we do together um, with now our start of the year and end of the year ceremonies you know that's really good mm. because they get really clear on their intentions what they're wanting to get out of this mm. year yeah. we won't reveal anything about the closing because that's still coming next week so. yeah so <laughs> it's basically an that. internal personal development program yeah. that tess and i formulated so the the first five oh sorry four years i'd say of our business we ran it thinking about the clients so it was just all about how can we better our client experience how can we make our clients happier how can we offer our clients more about five years ago we switched that thinking okay let's put everything all of our resources time energy focus love money everything into our team if we build up our team to be their best absolute best selves then the flow-on effect is that the clients are happy absolutely client experience then levels up in its own because they're having a different experience when they're at work oh just the energy in the salon even and the staff being able to show up in a way that feels more comfortable and authentic and aligned for sure mm, absolutely and i think it's that's been our philosophy for the for, for the past five years so we just try and make everyone's experience while they're with us um working alongside us to be as beautiful as we possibly can mm-hmm. so we do do things a little bit differently with the personal development program tess and i have um written that program over the last five years uh i don't know three years how long has it been four years i think this like covid has yeah. has got yeah. me Four no, or five years. Yeah, I'd say four years. Um, and yeah. essentially what we do every... So we close the salon one day a month. Um, everyone's off the floor. And we take the girls and go and do something incredible that will, you know, be life-changing for them. So mm-hmm. the day is always based around something. There's always a theme of the day. We've done things like fears, um, team teamwork, gratitude. We've done some pretty incredible things. Um, and then, of course, the work that we've done with you. So Lauren does our opening and closing ceremony, which is beautiful, just intention setting and and reflection. Um, and, and they're really beautiful sacred days that we've had. But it's basically an offering that we can give our girls to get them to live their best lives. Because aside from doing beautiful hair, which we do well, we want our team to be the happiest, best, healthiest versions of themselves. And if their minds are good and they're focused, their work will be good. But I think something that people in our industry have had so wrong is that they see team members as these like workhorses that just Mm. come in and, you know, it's a a really full-on job. Mm. It's physical. Um, You hold so much space for people and it it can be really um, depleting. So making sure that everyone is in their best mindset that they mm. possibly can be is really important to us. Mm. Absolutely. And I, I saw you guys, well, I feel you guys ramped that up even more after COVID. And when we, when I did that opening ceremony at the, it was the start of this year, I think. Mm. It's absolutely yeah. flown. Hasn't it? 
a lot of what we were talking about was really releasing all of the residual anxiety and ickiness of the past few years mm-hmm. because you guys took a massive hit. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, I guess, how the life ahead days have changed the dynamic for you guys and even just in the salon. How, how has it bettered the salon, I guess? I think it, um, if I may just jump in for a second jump. with this, I think there was a lot of trauma as like, especially being in Victoria, living in Victoria, living in Melbourne during the pandemic was, you know, there's a lot of trauma and there's still a lot of trauma that people are unpacking and healing from. People really pivoted and changed, you know, really got clear on what they wanted out of life, how they wanted to spend their time, what was important to them, which is amazing. That did create change within our team instantly. Mm. We had, um, from our opening ceremony our beauty therapist was like actually i realized like i want to move over to the other side of the city which is where her partner had been wanting her to move for like six months or so he'd been trying to convince her to get over there and she got really clear of like yep this is actually where i need to be and that was you know then gonna be too far to travel like when i say the other side of the city it's not a half an hour it was like we drove past it the other day didn't we We were like whoa this is so far it was like an hour from the salon wasn't it i think yeah i think it's like yeah, well over an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing because she, you know, that was living out her truth with them, which then meant, okay, cool. How do we want to um, handle this? And we decided to pull beauty after nine years of doing nine beauty. years of beauty. That was we a really it. pivotal. Yeah, that was like I guess it was just like a lot of clarity in uh, for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So that was really great. Then um, we've had Taya move on, who's now like she's currently still with us at the moment. But she's gone traveling around. You know, she was with us for six, seven years um, and had a realization that she wanted to go traveling with her husband. They've made a van and gone, tra- made a van, <laughs> made it, they got a van, did it up. And now they're traveling around Australia and experiencing it like that. And what she said was keeping her in Melbourne for the past two, three years was her job. Mm. And as soon as she said that, we're like, oh, it's not enough. You need to go because whatever your heart's telling you to do, you can't stop mm. yourself because like the job will always be here will always mm. be here you can always come back and she has done she had three months away she's been back with us for a month and now she's taking off again um megan also another one of our seniors has worked out she wants to start teaching now that doesn't mean any none of these people didn't like their job mm. it just meant that they or they had an issue with us it's not a change within that it's the empowerment that they were ready to start now exploring new things that we've created for like I feel really proud of that, that these people are now living their dreams. And I actually think the work that we do with the girls, because we don't hire average humans, because our process is so now so meticulous in, in we know exactly who we're after. We're after big thinkers. Yeah. So big thinkers are not just going to sit and do the same thing all no. the time. They are going to branch out and explore different things. Mm. And I think the way that we would have reacted to things like that, you know, nine years ago. Yeah. You would have taken it personally. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. You know, I don't, nine years ago, if I was looking at myself nine years ago as a business owner, I wouldn't be opening the door and throwing my arms around Taya if she had have left, chose, like chosen to go traveling. I'm being honest like, here. march the other way. 100%. Get out of here. 100%. Because <laughs> I would have had such a hit to my ego of mm-hmm. like, how could you choose this over this? Whereas this time, Tess and I, like when, when she said, you know, would you, will you, ha- will you have me back for a couple of weeks? I'm in town. We were just so truly so grateful for the fact that she was giving us time like Mm. it just only came from a place of gratitude just oh my god how fortunate are we obviously she's going to be in the salon everyone will be excited but to be able to spend that much time with her because Mm. we love her so much Mm. all we could sit in is gratitude 
And same with Megs when she was saying she wants to explore child education. Something that she should absolutely be doing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm she devastated to be losing her as a hairdresser, but she's a born educator and mm-hmm. she's so incredible with children. Like, oh my God, I'm just, I'm so proud of her. I'm proud of all of our girls. But seeing mm-hmm. that shift and how much people got, like, and things to just exploring that and having the ability to explore that. Hannah's another really good one. I promise I'm not going to go through all of our stuff. You're like, oh, they're all eight girls to get through there. Yeah. Um, but Hannah was studying to be an interior designer and then was like, fuck it. She finished her degree. We heard this story. She finished her degree. I think she was telling me. I tell everyone. Yeah, it's pretty She's amazing. phenomenal. Finished her degree and then the next day applied with us. She was like, fuck it. I'm, I don't want to do that. Applied with us and because she always Went wanted to be a hairdresser. Yeah. So always inside of the first year apprenticeship. So it's like, wow, you know. But the fact, like, and I think the biggest thing that stands out for me is it's not just a workplace that you've created. It's a really family feel. Like, it's not, Mm. if you're part of the team, it's not just, yeah, yeah, you're an employee and you've got shit to do. It's like, you're part of the family and being part of the family is us helping you grow and us being absolutely stoked for you if you are wanting to kind of fly out of the nest or do whatever you need to do and it sounds like there was a lot of clarity that came with even just all the life ahead days and those reflections that absolutely yeah and and it's a massive testament to how far you guys have come even how you were like you know previously i would have been like fuck you guys yeah but for you guys to and, and even like i know with taya like you guys are absolutely devastated when she left but oh yeah even the fact that she's like can I come back? Like that's a space she feels comfortable and safe to come back. And you, mm. there was just that open yeah. arms of like, let's do this. Like your family. So I think that's the thing. Once you're in, you're in with us. I remember we were doing a um, cold bath. We did an ice bath ice day bath. for a life ahead <laughs> day. It was, that was based around mindset. That was a really good day. Which is incredible. But the facilitator, um, we had actually just employed a new team member. I think that week. It was Harding. Yeah. yeah that week. And you know, she's, Tay's like 19 19 yep she's 19 never done any of this sort of stuff super intimidating when you're coming into a group it's really clicked in mm. and you know she was just sort of being honest and saying that she was you know it was making her feel a bit uncomfortable and um she was sort of saying something like um you know these girls are all really close and like I'm excited to be a part of it but she wasn't as like in she and, them out a bit. yeah and the facilitator was like oh I can tell you now I can see everyone here once you're in you're in and you're in yeah. so jump into that and she really has like she really is fully shifted but i think that's the thing we are so privileged and lucky to have such incredible girls who family and the connection and the like everyone's just wanting to find their place that they belong and Mm. so once you are in you're in and i think that's a beautiful part because when we finish when anyone finishes their journey with us it doesn't end there Mm. tay leaving i think we spoke every couple of days you know, writing poetry to each other, yeah. FaceTiming, you know, constantly <laughs> on like video chatting and all that. And like, it was we, we have such a, and it's a genuine miss. Megan's over in Bali at the moment. We have a message I said to her the other day, like, oh my God, you're having so much fun, but I'm missing you. <laughs> She's gone for nine days or something like that. Like, mm. this is not, but it's it just is a really beautiful are. dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's easy for us to sit here and say, like, we, We've made a lovely place to come and work, but truly... Really we have I made a lovely place to come, to, yeah, come and look, join us. Yeah, I look forward to coming to work every day. It's I beautiful. really do. Yeah. Is all day, every day, happiness and sunshine? No, that's not realistic. But every single day I get out of bed and I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to see the girls. Mm. I love our team. Tess loves our team. Mm. The mm. belief that we have in the girls, the 
like the feather when when someone is successful in our salon like if someone does an incredible head of hair or gets like a great review or something like that it's literally a feather in everyone's yeah. cap yeah there is no ego in the salon there is no hierarchy and the girls celebrate each other which i'd never yeah. seen in the industry before i had never seen that and we've been really adamant to create that culture for the last probably four or five years mm. um, that we don't go against each other. There is no hierarchy. There is no bullshit. We all mop the same floor. Yeah. Um, and when we, when one of us succeeds, everyone succeeds. It's, it's a success for the whole team. Absolutely. And then one of us falls down, we all bring each other back up. Yeah, so I think, I think even the shitty days aren't really shitty because you've got a whole heap of hype queens yeah. that are in there making it amazing. And, you know, as a client, I can feel that. And even just the moment I stepped in, obviously there's been so much growth in the past five years. I think mm. I, yeah, probably five years when I first came in. But I know for me personally, going to hairdressers beforehand always felt a bit icky and a little bit like, I don't know, certain conversations that would be I'd be having in the salon. It wasn't in other salons. I mean, it wasn't very empowering. It was a bit bitchy, a bit clicky. There yeah. was just a kind of air about it where I was like, it's not. It didn't feel like a safe space, to be honest with you. Yes, mm. I was probably sitting there for eight hours getting my hair done, but in that eight hours, I want to feel like I can actually relax and totally. be Absolutely. present. So, totally. one of the things I noticed you guys did, and I thought this was an incredible idea, was might have been after COVID, and you know, you're really talking about being mindful about how people are and their mental health, and you employed um, silent. Uh, yeah, the uh, treatment, uh, yeah. Silent, silent appointments. Yeah, mm. and I thought that was so incredible because I don't know if many people do it. Like, do, do people book in for the I silent? I want to say it's actually a. It's we can't sit and nod and take this because yeah. I've heard a few salons who have started silent appointments, and when they've talked about it, they've been like, "We saw a gap in this." It's actually Sophia Hilton, who's a really famous hairdresser in the UK, um, incredible hairdresser, such an innovative, forward thinker. She was the first person to come up with um, gender neutral pricing. So, yeah. you know, essentially if you're cutting a head of hair, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman, yeah. we should all have the same pricing. Um, forward thinker in our industry and she came up with the silent appointments. So when we introduced the silent appointments, obviously we gave a nod to her and said, thank you so much for the idea. Mm, and she, yeah. she encouraged people to um, jump on and do that for people who are neurodivergent, yeah. um, you know, who may not like the small talk or the pressure of that. Because you've got to also consider the fact that when someone's coming into a new space, especially first time clients, they haven't seen the salon before. They don't know who's in there. Like it's kind of a big deal to make an appointment yeah. and, and commit to going to a space for three and a half, four hours mm. where essentially you're putting trust in us to change the way that you look. Yeah. So especially for women predominantly um, who we see in the salon to put that sort of trust in someone like that. We never take that for granted. And, and we, we try and um, bring in these beautiful, mindful things to make people feel more at ease. And the silent appointments um, have been a really nice way for people. A lot of the time people will book a silent appointment and they'll talk through the appointment. So basically what a silent appointment means to us in our salon is that um, it'll just sort of flag the client and let the whole team know we need to be wary that this person may not want to chat. So we're really guided mm. by the client. Yeah. Um, and it just lets the whole team know this person, we don't want to overwhelm them. Yeah. So usually when a new client comes into the salon, it's common practice for every single one of the team members to come up and introduce themselves, mm. even if they're not looking after the client. Because one thing that we saw in, especially in our industry, was just like this cold um, environment that you'd, you'd feel when you entered a salon. Yes. Often the hairdresser wouldn't use your name. 
often the rest of the team wouldn't use your name you didn't you had all these different touch points with people but mm. there was never much connection yes so what we wanted to do was really change that um and with a silent appointment it, it basically tells the team that we won't all go up and overwhelm that person all at once mm. we'll just sort of gently trickle in and we'll really be guided by the person as to how much they want to speak but often people will book a silent appointment and then they'll when they're comfortable and relaxed they'll open up and start talking mm. it's really interesting the way that it works and, mm. and what people are comfortable with super interesting and there's been a few things i noticed around the salon that you um you guys have kind of introduced and even just like down to the the magazines you've got the mindfulness magazines and all of those things it's so beautiful and i want to ask you guys how and why does mindfulness and sustainability play such a big part in your business because i know that this is such a huge thing Mm. and you mentioned that obviously you kind of dropped the the beauty side of things so it sounds like you've actually almost created more space for this to kind of step in Mm. i think um we could literally split this question because i feel like i'm the mindfulness side and i feel like nikki's the sustainable side so that's going to work in perfectly mindfully i think this is a thing i've got um Nikki and I have both gone on personal development journeys, spiritual journeys. I think what we really hated that we had so much of, especially in our industry, were these magazines that were filled of, you know, how to lose weight, like half her size or just such a focus on body trends and just honestly what we were looking at was magazines that were there to make you feel shit or make you feel better, like pretty much the when celebs look as shit as you that's on the same you know what I mean like it's just negative toxic really not that's the thing and I don't want to keep hearing about people that are breaking up or on drugs or what I don't give a fuck about that like you know what I mean like it's it's just nothing positive or inspiring or anything there um and that's the thing it was just like why do we keep filling our head with this toxic shit so um, we then pulled them. We pulled them out. And, you know, um, not everyone loves that. People want to come and read some trashy some magazines. People are a bit prickly about it, to be honest. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. And, and that's okay. But I think for us, we were just like, no, nah, we don't want to continue. Like, we want our space to feel really good. Mm-hmm. So I don't want people coming into this beautiful space and sitting down with, you know, all of these, you know, got the beautiful fragrances and, you know, real sensory experience and really like, you know, and then be like, all right, great, I'm leaving you after we've had this beautiful heart-to-heart connection. Yeah read about how you know how to lose the last five kilos just bullshit <laughs> bullshit it's just so not aligned to who totally. you guys are no it would be weird it seeing felt, that yeah. in the salon actually that was actually yeah. the first step that we took the first step that we took to become a mindful salon that was the first part of it yeah. and we put yeah. up a poll on instagram and said you know how would you guys feel if we did this and it was you know pretty overwhelming how much people were happy about it but some yeah. people were, were really um, disappointed mm. at the idea of it and then it sort of started trickling out from there it's weird isn't it because even the people that used to bring magazines they don't anymore so we do have things in there that are mindful magazines um we have uh coloring in books um pencil cases those sort of just things you can reach for to really spend time just having that decompression having that moment of like relax we really do try and encourage um same when we bring people over to the basin Mm. our default used to be when people so many of our clients are having beautiful treatments or they're having toners and things like that on they're going to be at the basin for a while often our default when we were walking away from a client was okay i'll be back in a couple of minutes can i get your phone for you we would because always ask yes. clients that 
And I said to Nikki, even that was the last thing we pulled. Because I was like, even that, like, why are we offering a phone to like be like, okay, now relax, enjoy your massage. Okay, now stimulate yourself again. Yeah. And then and we're going to scroll and look at all the totally, trashy mindless shit. Mindless shit. Totally. Mindless it was going shit. against what we wanted to do. So yeah. we, we actually pulled that. <laughs> yeah, and then that's a to... recent pull that we've gotten rid that. of. Um, if a client Can asks, you talk about sure. what we replaced it with? So we've replaced it now with beautiful, um, what are the, Is the, it the eye masks? pillows? Yeah. Did you get one the other Stop day? Stop it. The la- I think two weeks ago I was there and it, I think you just got them in. And they, they, yeah, they may not have been ready. They, they're, they're essential very oil eye masks. Yeah. It's like they're weighted, weighted masks. masks. Uh, they're just... he- heated weighted um, oh like eye pillows. Yeah. It yeah. was incredible. It's oh, beautiful. So, so good. I've got to message you guys about that. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, no, I think that's a thing. And that's just really nice, just having that darkness and that quiet. That's taking it to the next level again. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we've got blankets as well for like people that want to have like a little, we've also got, you know, um, unofficial therapy dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, my dog especially is there every day yeah. and she loves to snuggle on the basins. That's common practice if you'd like yes. her. Weighted staffy blanket, absolutely arranged. <laughs> but I think that was the thing. We wanted to get really conscious about continuing the the really um, intentional side of things, that really gentle way of being and that not having that, yeah, that negative toxic shit that we have 99% of our lives spent in. We just want our place to not have a lot of that. Yeah. Sustainably, I'm going to hand over to Nikki. Mm. Sustainability is a really big value of, of mine and a really big value in our salon. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, once you start pulling at that thread, you can't unsee it. And yeah. sometimes I'm like, fuck, why didn't I stay ignorant to it? And then I could actually <laughs> go out and enjoy a fucking latte without bringing my keep cup. But, um, yeah, once you start pulling at that thread, you really can't unsee it. So... We really stepped into a couple of years ago, uh, about four years ago, we became a sustainable salon. We partnered with Sustainable Salon. Yeah. So we became what's called a sustainable salon through Sustainable Salons Australia. Um, We sort of jumped on it before it was cool. Now, like a lot of people are, which is amazing to see. So Trailblazers. Love it. um, (laughs) So what that means is 98% of everything that we use in the salon um, or what we dispose of in the salon is either recycled, upcycled or reused in some way. You said 98. 98. Shit. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? So when you get hair cut off, um, we actually send that off to Sustainable Salons, even a trim. We send all of the hair off to Sustainable Salons and they actually create these hair booms that go into the Great Barrier Reef, soak up oil. They take it out, they drain the oil, and then they sell the oil back to, um, like, oiling companies Whoa. At, from oil spills. They yeah. sell the oil back and then donate it to Oz Harvest. It's, it's really incredible. Cool. I'm um, shaken. I yeah. didn't know that. When you get wow. your foils done, so every piece of foil, we, again, clean it, send it back to sustainable salons. They then sell the foil to back to the foil company, remake the foil, and then they sell us back the foils, and then they donate the money to Oz Harvest. Yeah. Wow. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's a really, really Incredible amazing. Company, it's really so. unique, and that's the thing. So, um, excess color is put into its own separate bin, which is then to um, spun and turned spun back and turned, into recycled yeah. water, which is then used in council, like council, um, mm. when they go on water parks and things like that. They use that water. Wow. It's just a really ponytails uh, um, made into wigs. Every yeah. single time we cut more than twenty centimeters of hair off. It's incredible. We need to talk about it more. Actually, don't talk yeah. about it enough on our social media. I definitely think that's something you guys should should put out there. Well, yeah. yeah. We did, and I we've... think, when we first started. Now I feel like we just assume that everyone knows or mm. understands what it is. But that's a really it's good It's pretty point amazing. Now we branch out into some sustainable products as well. So um, we kept, like, I, I kept directing people to go and buy my favorite Keep Cup. We stock Luxie Cups. I've been using them for, for years. 
And um, I kept directing people, you've got to go and get this keep cup, you've got to go and get this keep cup. And then I just had this idea, I don't know why we don't have this on the shelves. It's yeah. everything that we stand for and mm. all these beautiful sustainable products. So now when we onboard any um, brands, we have to make sure that they align with us environmentally as well. So they've got to tick um, certain criteria in order mm. to come into our salon. And it makes our process so much better. So ladies, we're finishing up soon, but I wanted to just ask you guys, what advice would you give your past selves who were just starting out when it comes to business mm. and based on what you know now? Mm. Oh, that's a big question. That's a big question. Any challenges you faced, anything that, any blocks, any barriers that you want to give so I feel like if I was talking to myself, if I was talking to someone else, it would be a different answer. But if I was talking to my younger self, um, I think getting someone on our team or on board or hiring or engaging, whatever you want to use the term for, um, with someone who can teach me the feminine side of things. Mm. Because since I've introdu introduced that into my life, my leadership, it's been life-changing. So working with, um, our mentor at the moment she's very feminine very into spirituality she's been incredible and I think prioritizing that investment and making it a non-negotiable we would have been a lot more successful a lot earlier earlier on and um, and being able to change like we have the opportunity to change the lives of our team members every single day with the work mm. that we do and it would have been amazing to do that even earlier Mm. and have more time doing that yeah. for sure yeah I think I would um, agree with that I think definitely I would love to I think anyone going into business actually I honestly feel like everyone should do coaching at some point in their life whatever mm. that is if that's a business coach great if that's a spiritual coach great if that's an empowerment coach great if that's a fitness coach great I don't really whatever it is to you I think definitely had we the second that we made the choice to get a business mentor that really changed the game for us I think if we had done it sooner I agree with Nikki that would have been even better but I think yeah doing the inner work and really healing from that I think that's the thing it's life is how you want it to be for you however that whatever that means for you so if you want to just kind of keep having a mediocre life great mm. if you're wanting to do exceptional things you're gonna to have to do an exceptional amount of work and i think that that doesn't mean necessarily working from you know 6 a.m to 6 p.m every night or anything like that it means really like consciously going in unlocking the things that you need to unlock to be a better leader a better conscious um, business you know decision maker um a nicer human i think that's mm, the thing yeah. i just think generally if people are doing the work and working on themselves the sky's the limit if you keep thinking that everyone else is a problem and it's not yeah. you there's not you know you're gonna stay stuck um and i also definitely think if i was able to believe in myself more and not play so small and kind of yeah trust that i could do more than what i was capable of doing at that time not mm. just sticking in the comfortable you know yeah this is all i can do limiting myself i guess and that's exactly where the coaches come in. So being Fucking able I. to hold such an expansive space. And you mentioned the feminine and masculine again. And I find mm. when you're so much more in your masculine, especially in business, there's this thing of just constantly doing, 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 because mm. you feel like you have to be doing something. Oh, totally. Whereas when you start to incorporate the feminine, it's like 
is this action actually aligned and Mm. does it feel inspiring and does it feel like it's actually (laughs) moving in the direction of where I want to go? Am I just doing it for the fuck of it? Totally. Or because this is what I should be doing. I feel like that's the thing. It was all that exactly what you're saying, that thing of like, to be this successful, it needs to look like this and you have to do it this way. And that's the only way. This is what everyone else is doing. Totally. And it's like, exactly. But does that feel good? Is that actually what like asking those questions? This is exactly where coaching comes in because this is the thing you just think that it's looking a certain way and I have to do it that way. The coach is going to offer you, yeah, you can do it that way. Or mm. we can and we have a coach for XYZ. everything. Yeah. Like Tess has a coach for health and fitness. We've got a coach for business. We've engaged in coaches left, right and center. We've got like, sometimes we'll get coaching from this person. Sometimes we'll get some coaching from this person or consulting or whatever you want to refer mm. to it as. And even the work that we've done with you mm. predominantly that was brought in for the team to hold that container, I guess you could say, yeah. for the team and that, that sacred space. And I don't know if that's something that you do, like if you work with teams often. Absolutely. But um, for us, like we can we can sit and hold that space for our, te- for our girls. But at the end of the day, when they're answering these big um, heartfelt questions to the person who employs them, it may not feel as sacred as if someone else is asking. Yeah. Mm. So the reason we brought you in to do those things was to really bring a different element and, and that super, super feminine, beautiful energy that you bring mm. to hold that space. And, and even the, the stuff that we did, the practices that we did with the cards and our girls got so much out of that mm. because it was such a cleansing experience from them. And it was at such a perfect time. And I cannot wait until Friday week where we get to do, <laughs> so do the closing um, because it really does. Our biggest investment that we make every single year, every single year is um, support and consulting, whatever that, like whatever version you want to say, mm. coaching, consulting, whatever. Yeah. It's always our uh, biggest and best investment that we mm. ever make. Yeah. It's our absolute non-negotiable and, for our team and for, for us as well. To be honest, I wasn't expecting to get so involved in the exercise that you did with us in January mm. um, because it was really more for the girls and I just absolutely loved it. I just thought it was such a beautiful experience. And then afterwards as a team, we all were there at sunrise and went in and had an ocean dip to really mm, cleanse the... It was it was beautiful and so meaningful. And we all went in and dunked our heads together in the ocean and mm. had this incredible cleansing like rebirthing experience it was more like a baptism in a way <laughs> but um it was beautiful yeah. it really was magic and i love that you use the word non-negotiable because i feel like especially in business you are constantly evolving as people that's going to be reflective in your business mm-hmm. and sometimes i know for me i always get to like maybe six to 12 months and I get this kind of stagnant thing of like, I need someone to just like, Mm -hmm. like ask me the right questions or elicit something out of me or help me contain this energy or this, Mm. or help me like call bullshit on some of my blocks Mm, and limiting beliefs as well. So I need to get in with that helicopter view. Yes. Yeah. And I remember even in the podcast we did, you mentioned, I think the day prior, um, there was a certain question that was asked and it just elicited such an emotional response, but you were like, fuck, I'd been really holding on to that. And I didn't realize Mm. that that needed to come Mm. out. So having that space held and even for your team as well, it sounds like it's been, yeah. And I think that's the thing. I definitely think everyone, anyone that's listening to this, like getting back to the coaching thing, people, I think, I don't know for whatever fucked up reason, we're happy to like spend heaps of money on like materialistic bullshit Mm. unlocking trauma and dealing with the things and 
creating like feeling worthy of a life that you deserve and like not staying stuck i don't know why people don't invest in it more Mm -hmm. like it's so it's so unbelievable what can what can come out of those moments and Mm. those conversations and those thought-provoking things and those Mm. like we can learn so much from each other so why wouldn't you explore that yeah i also find that with us we've worked with uh, mentors who have been you know 100 grand for a two-year contract like some some pretty big people we've worked with people who have been you know less more whatever um but for us we make that money back so quickly when we're Mm. working with someone and it's funny when we go off and go on our own and don't engage with someone Mm. it just you know you end up turning over way less money making Mm. way less profit because you don't have that helicopter person hovering over saying okay Mm. where are we on this this and this and you just play so much smaller so Mm. for us it's an absolute non-negotiable and moving forward in our business life we will always have someone in our team someone who has that helicopter view and is able to call us out on our bullshit support us um and have unwavering belief in us as well yeah it is so so important Mm. and what advice would you give to anyone who's wanting to actually go out on their own start their business do the thing be their own boss do it do it like honestly do it what have you got to lose money like that's the worst thing you'll always get more money that is literally how it changed for me it's like cool i'm doing this i'm putting in a certain amount of money if it doesn't work i'm gonna lose this money am i comfortable with that yeah and i actually shook hands at the start of our like when we the night before we opened we shook hands we said we put in about 80 grand to open our salon Mm. we built it all ourselves whatever 80 grand shook hands and said i'm prepared to lose 80 grand are you yep cool shook hands done yeah it's just money. Yeah, it's yeah. just money. And I think there's a, um incredible YouTube that really changed it for me again. It's um Alan Watts, I think it is. I can't remember the exact thing. Anyway. Mm. Um and it is what's it's like called, what would you do if money was no object? Yeah. And yeah. it's so important because if the driving factor is money or what's stopping you is money, mm. do what is make what like what genuinely makes you passionate. You think about you know, I find your story so fucking inspiring. You completely shifted the entire mm. goalposts. Mm. You left safety to start your own because the passion's there. And mm. now look at you. Mm. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. If you push into that, like, if you want to do that, fucking do it, but do it. Like, mm. don't do it and be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it part time. Mm. Or I'll do it, you know, a little bit here and a little bit and see how it goes. Do it. Go Commit to it. To and I think there's something to that because so many people go in trying to have all the answers. Like, I even had a client yesterday who's starting a business and she was like, how do I prevent this from happening, this from happening? Well, and I said to her, um, you know, you really have to make these mistakes. Absolutely. I can sit here and tell you what went wrong for me and how to avoid that, but something else will go wrong for you. Totally. And you actually you have to lesson. have those experiences. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if I was, if I was to give advice to someone who's about to jump in, I'll be a little more calculated with Tess. <laughs> Tess Naturally, is very much that I'm like, person. just do it. Just trust and believe. <laughs> um, I would hire a mentor. Yes. Hire a mentor. Um, whatever, someone who aligns with you because we didn't for the first three years and we could have grown a lot quickly. Mm. A lot a, a lot quicker. A lot quicker, sorry. <laughs> a lot quickly. A lot quicker. Um, and just having, understanding the foundations of business mm. and understanding what actually needs to happen rather than just living the passion and living the dream. Totally. Yeah. Because having someone in your corner who's able to balance you and, yeah, I think... I mean, I'll always be an advocate for coaching because of, mm. of what we've gotten out of it. But I think hiring a coach for any aspect in your life where you feel you need additional mm. support or motivation. Yeah. And there's no shame in that. Like, I remember when I first started, and I don't know if it was the same with you guys, the first, like, yeah, I was kind of like, 
I'm just going to see what works. Like I had a bit more of like a relaxed approach. It was just like, well, I'm doing the thing now. Let's just see what works. Totally. There's nothing wrong with that. But I noticed the pattern I got into. So I came from a corporate, really like fast paced, hectic, stressful yeah. world where it was constant masculine. Like yeah. I had no time for feminine. So I remember because I was craving feminine so much, I jumped into the first year of my business, but it got to maybe like, I don't know the first few months I was like I'm not going to set an alarm I'm going to be flowy let's just see what yeah. works and it was good for a bit but then I was like I fucking need some structure and discipline to contain mm. this I can't be too flowy like yeah and I think that's where the coaches come in it's like I need to be held accountable and I need to also um trust visions and all of mm. that but also be told like the balance why are you bothering with that you don't seem to actually feel connected to that or this mm. is a better way to do it or totally. so yeah I think even just to help navigate like our our mentor that we're working with at the moment tess and i are not financially driven people which kind of makes us rubbish business people but i think it's great though we're visionary yeah so the issue is i've always said i'm not really driven by money i'm not really attached to money i just want to do like these incredible things we want to change the lives of as many people as we possibly Mm. can but what we've learned with Beck is, well, you need to you need to have money to, do to make things. the impact because it's a resource for sure. And even things like our life ahead days, we need to be able to sustain that financially, mm-hmm. make sure we can pay rent, we can pay our team for that day, yeah, we can pay our beautiful facilitators. So all of those things we've learned from Beck. Okay, if you want this impact, you need to actually yeah. be a bit more money driven. Yeah. So things like that to be able to see it from different points of view and, and realign our relationship with things like money um, and connection to, to various things that we're disconnected from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think money mindset's probably the one thing that I should have invested in quicker. Like mm. like having someone to hold space for that and help me with my money mindset. Because I mm. think, like you said you need to still have a vision of I want to make money and I want to have a business that is profitable and I'm not just doing it for the fuck of it. So Mm. how can I start to get comfortable with investing so I can actually make it back as well? Mm, I totally agree. I think that's the thing. And it, but I think it's trusting that, right? Like money is an energy and a resource, putting that out and and investing the money, trusting that it will come back to you. And also that probably more than what you've just put back in. Like, by doing the work that unlocks things. Like, I think that's the thing. If the limiting belief or what's stopping you is the idea of parting with that money, you should definitely do it because something will, like, you'll learn something from it and you'll yeah. get the lesson and you'll be able to change shit for you. Yeah. Mm. Holding on too tightly to it, I think, is what kind of smothers the energy of it. Like, totally. it's really just an energy exchange, isn't it? Is, it is, yeah. So if we're holding on too tightly, we're not going to be open to receive more, I guess. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, I totally I think, yeah, when we sort of were open to seeing money in a different light it was game changing absolutely yeah a thousand percent Mm. and ladies we've come to an end it has been so lovely (laughs) so delicious like must we i'm so so grateful because we get so much of you over the next like week and a half we've got this stoked we've got style and sip that you're coming to on friday night and then next Friday, we've got our final Life Ahead Day for 2022. So we've got like... So excited. It's not enough, to be honest. I love working with you. <laughs> I know. It's like, and let's just keep this going. Let's do a day podcast the entire day. Let's just talk <laughs> shit for a whole day and see what happens. Truly, Tess and I admire you so much. Oh, we absolutely. love working with you. We're so grateful for what you've brought into our team. It's just been incredible. Obviously, you're an incredible client and we love seeing you in the salon. But what you've given us energetically with the, the coaching that we've gotten through you 
has been incredible and I wish we had have done it sooner and I'm so grateful that we will have you year in year out to do the opening and closing ceremony you've got me such a beautiful sacred program (laughs) thank you so much like I said at the start I am just in awe of you guys and Mm. how you guys have created such a beautiful mindful sustainable business and the way you just treat other human beings and the way you guys are just it's just anyone who hasn't been to the salon i wanted to ask you guys to share how can people connect with you guys how can people share this space with you guys um so we are booked out very far in advance that's the only (laughs) problem but um we we do take new clients here and there um it's i feel like it's well worth it so sometimes the wait can be a little while to get into us but i i believe that the wait is definitely worth it Um, totally worth it Instagram is probably the best way you can you can enter through that door. Um, our Insta is at ahead hair underscore. Um, that's where we play the most. Ahead is one word. Oh yeah, Instagram is all one word. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that'll take you through to our website. We do quite a few different things. So we have our style and sip events, which are really beautiful. Um, we've got our podcast there. Um, so if like you know, sm- that's all about running a small conscious business. And What's how that can- called? A head full of dreams. Mm. Thanks for asking, Tess. But <laughs> ahead also one word there. Instagram is probably the best way that you can come and play for sure. But even if you guys like can't get an appointment, even just going in and checking out the products you guys stock because it is all incredible. We do have our online store as well that mm. does very the online well store. For, yeah, coming in and seeing the gift shop though is fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Coming into Christmas time. Yes. We're just talking before about how we don't like stocking fillers, but if it's this kind of stuff <laughs> that's right well, I, just, yeah, I was just saying to Tess I was like I hate the word like stocking fillers and I hate like people just shopping like crazy but we stock all ethical um, small businesses all sustainable products so when people come in and shop up a store over there I'm like yes I'm so glad I'm so glad you're not going to Kmart and buying any yeah. shit mm. um, so yeah beautiful beautiful, beautiful. purposeful conscious products I think that's yeah. the difference mm, absolutely legends thank you so much for coming on love i you. love you guys both love so you much. lauren oh my god thank you for having us can't thank wait you. to connect more and hopefully more and more and more and more forever mm. love you thank <laughs> you so much you. having us what an honor honestly you what so you've much, created guys. here is magic so thank you for letting us be a part of it thank you so much guys so like don't mean to beat my own horn but how good was today's chat I love chatting with such powerhouses and these two sisters and founders are honestly where it's at when it comes to just empowered, mindful, beautiful women. Um, I've got some more guest speakers lined up. So if you loved this episode and you want to hear more, don't forget to rate the Holistic Honey podcast in this episode. Five stars, like, save, share. I don't even know if you can save podcasts, but you know the drill. Until next time, guys, much love and be well.